what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Brothers in Tech is a weekly podcast focused on personal and home technology, helping provide you, our fellow brothers and sisters in tech, with some information, assistance, and recommendations. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Brothers in Tech here on the Mesh.tv podcast network. My name is Alan Jackson, and off to the right of me on the screen, but as I tilt my head, I'm going to go to the left to indicate where Brian Jackson is, my brother in tech. How you doing, Brian? Good, good, Alan. Good. You know, you're. I'm glad you continue to to work through the the most difficult part of the show, right? Trying to trying to lean the correct way. So, congratulations. Trying to you, remember what trying to remember what direction to go, and now that I have mastered that, I'm ready for the rest of the show. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, we didn't so, have to prepare uh, for the rest of it. That was it. We just we spent an hour in advance preparing on which way to lean. So the head the head nods yeah. in the right direction. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's good to see you again. This is our kind good of our see you. you know, honestly, again, this is like the only time you and I really talk during the week. So we do just as much catching up to make sure everybody's good, everybody's healthy, happy before we jump into technology, which is what we're really here to talk about. So uh, mm-hmm. are you good? Everything okay? Yeah. How's my brother? Right. I'm uh, checking. I'm doing fine. You know, started back to, uh, school started back this week, so uh, classes are are going again. Luckily, we have Labor Day coming up for uh, a break because it's a week and a full week of classes needs a needs a vacation. So, uh, but yeah. things are okay. Things are good. And uh, good. And you've got a you've got a new youngster off into a new a new uh, place. So you're you're at, are you? Not quite an empty nester. You've got out of not school, but not a, out mm-hmm. of home yet. But getting close. Right? Out of out of the three kids, I'm down to one still living in the house uh, for a little while longer, and uh, my youngest is off at a music conservatory school. So we're yeah. uh, we're adjusting. It's a little weird right now, but we're we're getting we're getting through it, and we're adjusting okay. Um, but thank you for asking. And oh, uh, I, wasn't, I wasn't a, asking. I wasn't asking. Yeah, I was just, I just, I was just stating. Yeah. Stating, making statements. Well, making sure, you knew, else, making sure you knew that your kids had started to move yeah. on. I just want to make sure. I will say that. this. Not having as many people in the household does give me time, more time, to do what we're going to be talking about in this episode. Uh, watching more streaming services, which is uh, nice. what we're going to be discussing here. Yeah, right? Yep. Uh, well, we are talking about streaming services. We're talking about primarily movie streaming services. I mean, although they're showing, they show television shows and other things too, but uh, primarily those services you pay a monthly fee for and to get access to a certain amount of content that you want to watch. Um, This here on Brothers in Tech, where Brian and I talk about technology for home and personal and family use, streaming services kind of fits right into that. This is uh, the the hub of entertainment for a lot of people and families. And, uh, now, Brian, we've talked about this subject months ago. We we kind of did a initial pass on the streaming services. We did our little assessment of yeah. who the different players were, what their strengths and weaknesses were, and which ones we liked. So why are we why are we talking about this again? What was the well? Name? Actually, actually, I think we've done it twice already. And oh wow, you know, it was it may have been our very first. I think it was. I think it was our very first show. Was a series we did four episodes mm-hmm. on streaming. 
Um, and then we revisited last year. And then I think it's, I don't know, it, this seems to be moving pretty quickly. Um, and I think you and I, when we've talked about it before, we would talk about which one was most important, which one would we actually spend money on, you know, which one has good shows, but those shows are changing often now. And uh, it seems as though month to month, I'm realizing certain services are worth my time, other ones are not. And uh, so I think this may be a, a regular segment we need to to put into our uh, into our uh, uh, our podcast here because it seems as though the the streaming wars are continuing to evolve, you know, day to day. And and to, for me, you know, the you know, I'll just go ahead and kind of lay out my approach to these things, Alan. It's it's shows and it's interface, right? Those. The two things that I care about, right? It's it's are there good shows and what's the interface? Because I I'm not going to pay for a lack of either one of them, right? Because if it's a horrible interface, interface meaning the way in which I search and go through finding things, I'm going to get frustrated because I'm really big on a good interface. And number two, probably most importantly, is you know if there are good shows to watch. Um, so so to me, that's where I end up coming down because they're all going to cost money. Many of them you can get free from, you know, your cell phone company or free trials or sharing accounts, which I know a lot of people are doing because of, uh, you know, the, uh, the allowing that some of these companies are doing to get more eyes on it. But to me, it's going to come down to the shows and the shows are changing, you know, quite often. So, uh, so I think that's where we, I'm going to be approaching yeah. this. When you're talking about shows, you are referring, I guess, to, ongoing series and shows not necessarily well, or, like what or new movies, movies they have or movies or new okay. movies right but to me i'm 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 really looking at well and this is me i when i'm watching tv these days majority of time i'm trying to watch things either a new that came out or uh, a new series or new episodes of something i've kind of gotten away from going back and watching old things that i you know liked before uh, I think maybe I'm just not watching enough to to have gotten to the point where I'm saying, oh, let, I'm bored. Let me go back and watch something I haven't seen in a while. Um, so for me, it's about what who has the best new stuff coming out that would be worth my, you know, my uh, uh, subscription fee. So that's okay. the way I'm approaching it. And, uh, and and actually, I think that'll show up when we get to our rankings of these things. You'll, you'll see why yeah. I rank certain ones uh, differently than others. So. Yeah, and that that is kind of the format we're going to go into this. So there are eight kind of streaming services I think we identified that right now are the ones that are competing for a lot of people's attention. And uh, it's not to say there are some others, a little bit more um, tertiary streaming services that maybe specialize in certain areas. But the eight we're going to talk about are the ones that are kind of the more broad Mm -hmm broad ones that I think most people are thinking about or are releasing some shows and episodes and things that they're trying to use to get attention. Yeah. Um, and these are shows. not the, we, we are not including, well, I guess actually one of them we are, but I was going to say, we're not really including the networks that have their own streaming versions of seeing things. These are more right streaming networks or streaming services that have platforms, a, yeah. you know, a platform of lots of different uh, uh, information that they're putting out. So, yeah, I yeah. think you're right. Although the line, the line on that's blurring, as I'll talk about, as far as yeah. networks owning these platforms or vice versa, because a couple of the ones we're going to mention are technically own 
traditional TV networks and they have a, that is their primary pipeline for getting content to their streaming services from the networks they own. So uh, we'll keep that in mind as well. So let's do this, Brian, instead of just going through them all first and then coming back and ranking them, we're actually going to rank them now, but this will give us a chance to each of us highlight the ones that we're watching the most or, or are yep. most uh, a fan of, but also the other one can counter if we agree or disagree and for what reasons. So this will give us a chance to go through those eight services and kind of talk about where we are with them right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That um, sounds good. Yep. Why don't you, how about, why don't you start so I can correct you? Afterwards? Okay. That sounds good. Now I'll set okay. up, I'll set up the standard. You knock it down. That's yeah, exactly. Uh, that's I mean, we'll that's, that's what forward. I love doing. So please. Good. Great. So let me, uh, and I'm going to go ahead and share the screen here. So I'm going to bring up my number one current Your streaming number one service. streaming service right now. But with a big caveat, and I will explain that caveat here in just a moment. But this is my number one. It is HBO Max. Mm -hmm. So I like HBO Max for a variety of reasons. I think it was the one I kind of said was my favorite last time we talked as well. Hasn't really changed because I, I feel like they have traditionally done a very good job of curating both movies, a nice collection of movies. I can typically find more of the movies I'm interested in seeing on this platform and they have done some interesting things with series and TV shows, a few in particular I've been watching lately and it's enough to where I can say I can always it, HBO max is my streaming service. If I don't know what I want to watch, I just want to watch something. This is where I will go as opposed to any of the other ones. The other ones I tend to go to for a particular reason. This one I go to, I want to see something good and I feel like the quality is kind of there and there's enough of it to keep me engaged. Um, so I do like HBO max. I think interface wise, it's fine. I mean, I don't think it's anything extraordinary, but then again, I think pretty much all these streaming services have just about adopted almost the exact same <laughs> interface. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's, you have your list of things that you've kind of tagged you on a watch. You've got things that have just been added. You've got things that are new. You've got things that are popular and they're all just in those thumbnail movie poster format of viewing. So nothing really dramatic on the interface. It works. I can typically find everything I need to find here with no problem. Um, HBO Max, I think, has done a pretty good job of still aligning with some really great um, kind of mini networks. I'm trying to think if I can show kind of an idea of what that is. You know, they've got some good originals. They've got some good shows they do. Um they also own content from several like kind of different uh, content providers. Yeah, here we go. DC, you know, for those who are fans mm -hmm. of, of those movies, TCM, the Turner Classic Movies. They've got a movie collection there. Adult Swim, more animation for adults. Um, Looney Tunes, Sesame Street, Cartoon Network. There's a lot of networks that they have content from, their hubs. And I think that really helps because for me, I'm – I do a lot of Turner Classic movies. Um, they used to have. You do a lot of cartoons. You, yeah. I mean, cartoons uh, probably some, is what brought you into it, right? Looney maybe Tunes. a little bit of that. Mm -hmm. I do like a lot of the Adult Swim stuff. Yeah. Um, they used to have uh, another, like a high criteria, uh, high quality movie content. I don't think that hub is here anymore. But mm. uh, TCM, the Turner Classic movies, will typically give me a lot of what I need there. Um, 
I do give a caveat to HBO Max, like I said earlier when I was describing this, is although I right now I think it's good and I think it's got some great content. They just started their new Game of Thrones, which I have not watched any Game of Thrones. I don't know it, but supposedly that's doing huge numbers for them. So I think that's giving them a lot of good input as to some new content they're doing. The thing I will caution against is that uh, there has been some business dealings uh, between Warner Brothers and HBO platform. This HBO Max platform is going to be changing over the next year. I think there's a it's kind of a, a grouping of Discovery TV and HBO and Warner Brothers, and they're realigning all this stuff. They have been moving content off of HBO Max for a little mm-hmm. while, last little bit. Supposedly because I think they're figuring out that some of the content they have on there, if it's not insanely popular, it's actually costing them more than if they just wrote it off for tax purposes and just got it off the platform and not had to pay for it anymore. So we have seen some stuff move away. People were all up in arms because a lot of Sesame Street content started going away. There are some other classic movies that have gone away. Other things that used to be on there have been moving away. So what this means for HBO Max going forward, I don't know. They've canceled some of the original movies. They were about ready to release for the same reason. They, they don't want to release original movies on HBO Max anymore. They want this to be for really big budget theatrical movies that come online or for their big TV series. And uh, so that may mean a lot of like good mid tier quality stuff is going to, going to move away from the, from the platform. Um, so anyway, that's, uh, that's HBO max. I still think it's my favorite platform, but I am watching it with cautious eyes uh, to yeah. see if they make any changes on that. Brian, what's your what's your hmm. thoughts and where do you have HBO Max ranked right now? Well, I mean, I think as usual, you're uh, a little bit off in your uh, approach to things. Uh, mm-hmm. I actually have HBO number two in my list. Oh, um, yeah. We're so far yeah, off. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're, yeah. Very, that's you're very far off. Yeah. Um, so my my number one is, is Apple TV Plus. And uh, I'm not sure I would have, I certainly wouldn't have said that about a year ago. Um, I would not have had them at the top. However, uh, if you go back in, I don't know why you would, but if you went back and listened to our old shows where we've talked about streaming, I was big on Apple TV, but I was big in terms of optimism, right? I kept thinking, okay, they've got money. They've got, you know, they've got clout. They're going to they're going to take over, and I really still believe that that's the case. Um, and I, and I'll say that I I just uh, they're the first one I go to, and this is the way I thought about it, Alan. You know, in in the the actual Apple TV box, and when you've got all your apps on the screen, you know, of course you reorganize them to what's most important. Uh, and I always think to myself, when I'm sitting down and my wife and I want to watch something, what's the first app that I'll go to? And for me, it's Apple TV. Now. Hmm. There's a caveat there in that Apple TV has the app that allows you to see some other things, (laughs) but not necessarily what I would ask. I mean, it doesn't allow you to see Netflix, right? It doesn't really pipe in. So I don't necessarily use it for other things. I'm always looking to see what are the originals because I think Apple TV is starting to really hit its stride in putting out a number of good shows. Um, I'll just, this is just me, but I love... I love how Apple TV started to do the progressive releases, you know, once a week because it got me back to where as a kid where you really were waiting for something to come yeah. out as opposed to just like, oh, cool, I'll knock this out on this weekend and that's now done and I got to wait a year before I see the next season. 
Um, I love what I love how they've done that. And when you get well, involved with one or two shows that are coming out once a week, for me, that's enough, right? If I have one night where I'm wanting to watch a few things, I can get the new episode of this, this, and this, and then feel pretty good about it. Um, I will say, Brian, just as a caveat, you're right. I think Apple TV was the one that kind of pushed back to the format of releasing one episode a week, rolling out. Now, every service does that with yeah. the exception of Netflix. And I think maybe... No, Amazon Prime, I think, also yeah, still I don't does weekly know if Prime releases. Is doing, I don't know. If, yeah. maybe, they, maybe they are. I know HBO is doing that now with the, the new Game of Thrones kind of yeah. uh, prequel. HBO um, HBO has been pretty good about one one a week release. Um, Disney Plus does that as well. Several others okay. we'll talk about. But I do think Apple TV kind of reminded everybody of that format and kind of got everybody thinking that way. I still think yeah. weekly release of episodes – Yes, I get it. If you're somebody that just is really hankering to watch all the episodes as quickly as possible, it's not the best for you. But I think from a marketing standpoint, from a buzz, yes. building up buzz, yes. I am amazed. Or let's, well, I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but Stranger Things, you know, on Netflix, they release all the episodes at one time. And I've always kind of said that they have such a marketing buzz around it for like a week, maybe yep. two weeks. Yep. And then it just kind yep. of goes away. Yep. But other shows, like the one I'm going to point out right here on the screen, Severance on uh, Apple TV+, mm-hmm. Plus, my favorite show I have seen in probably several years. And the fact that it built up every week to the point where everybody online was ready for that finale to come and watch it like when it came out together um, really gave them like several months of building up buzz for this show. So – um I love the weekly release, although it is painful when I see it, a new episode and uh, it ends on the cliffhanger and I'm ready to watch the next one, but I got to wait a week. That's fine. No. And you know, and Alan, I I think, um, I mean, obviously we, we know why Apple TV did that originally. I mean, they, they tried to, to hold themselves to a higher standard and say, Oh, we're, we're wanting to bring back the, the want. Well, they just didn't have the content. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact they didn't have the content, they weren't going to put it all out because they only had four or five shows and like, oh, yeah. we're done, you know, and COVID didn't allow them to, to do the, um, the filming that they had hoped to do, that sort of thing. But I think that also allowed them to really, you know, kind of get you wanting more of what they have, which I think was really good. Um, and you're right. The others are following along because they know they need some cliffhangers. They need, you know, if you think about it, Alan, if you, um, if Stranger Thing puts, Stranger Thing comes out and puts the entire season out, you're right. There's a buzz around it, but the buzz actually, by the time it happens, is about the entire series. The buzz isn't about an episode, right? Whereas this, like an episode comes out and was like, holy crap. And you got a week that people are talking about that episode. And I just think, you know, that's something we were missing, you know, from back in the uh, the network days, right? Uh, well, Thursday night happening and you watched it and then everybody talked about it for the next week and the water cooler talks. And yep. I just think that that's pretty exciting now. Well, and think about the other challenge that the all release, releasing the whole season at one time poses for people in that community kind of setting about talking about television shows. Nobody knows what episode each other is on. So. Right. Right. You know, it's not like you can all talk about episode one together because person A over here has probably already You're watched the whole season while yep. this other person's yep. maybe watched the first three. You can't get together and talk about it, which I think is why why that, that release schedule was good. Maybe when people were more 
COVID world, a little more isolated, a little bit more, hey, I've just got some time. I'm going to watch a whole season of something. But now people, you know, we're, we're back in social situations. We're back at work. We're back talking. Having that weekly release schedule gives people, everybody a chance to be on the same page with a show they're enjoying together. So, yep. yeah. Yep. So I, I, I would say I, I, this is the first place that I go. Uh, one is because I, I have found myself enjoying the, um, the slow drip uh, of, of content um, because I keep kind of seeing, oh, there's a new show and each new show, see, new show seems to be pretty good. I will say, I don't, yeah. other than Severance, Severance was fantastic. Um, I don't know if I'd rate any of their shows at this point A pluses except for Severance. Where it was yeah. like the quality of this, not only the cinematography, but the show itself was that yeah. good. But I think I've also gotten really excited about the cinematography behind shows and the technology they're putting into some of the shows. And Apple TV kind of, I, to me, blows the others out of the water in terms of what oh, yeah. they're able to put on the screen. Now, the the writing is still subpar in many of these shows yeah. where I'm going, oh, gosh, that that was fairly weak or the acting, maybe even not that great, but the cinematography and the quality of the stream, the sound and all of this, I think there's some really great stuff. And I'm always kind of amazed like how how it looks in 4k. Um, There's some good stuff. No, you're right. It is the best looking streaming service as far as image quality and just production quality. There's a lot of money going into these productions, these shows for sure. You're right, though. From a writing standpoint and whether or not it really just grabs the audience, they're building slowly. Again, I will say, you know, Severance to me was the one where I said, okay, now they have made a series that is truly like a memorable, yeah, people really, are about really engaging mm-hmm. show that people are like talking about. Yeah. Um, and I haven't felt that way about any of the other shows yet. But again, yeah. they're building. And um, yeah. Uh, yeah, the only reason I don't go to Apple TV Plus first is just because it's just not the depth of content that I need yeah. sometimes to make decisions. I go because I know there's a new show that I'm hearing about that they've released and I want to go see it. I go to Apple TV to check it out. Yeah. I don't go there for a lot of browsing because there's just not a lot to browse. It's sure pretty limited selection. It's just their their original material. They're not piping in content from other sources. It is truly just, hey, you're getting their stuff, the stuff that yeah. Apple TV is producing and putting out, which is good. It's very focused. It's very Apple-like. <laughs> this yeah. is Apple's world. They're yeah. going to do it the way they want to do it with their own stuff. It just means you, you're in the, for the longer haul if you're going to use this as kind of your primary streaming platform. Right. So, but let's yeah. also think, Alan, I mean, you know, they're one of the least expensive ones still. Because mm-hmm. what were they, $5 a month? Or for a lot of people who are Apple people, they're free for thrown a into what you're, you know, what you're already bought a phone, you get it for a year, yeah. that sort of thing. And I, I feel like that they're still riding that wave uh, of saying, hey, listen, we don't have to be your only service, right? You've got Netflix or you've got whatever. We want to be the add-on you have. And then all of a sudden creep you over to us and realize we have great stuff then they're going to, I think at some point when they really want to have world domination in the streaming services, <laughs> it's when you're right, they could buy up a catalog from someone else. If they go and buy a big catalog and Alan, I don't know what would be a great big catalog that they could go after. You know, if they you know, had like, like a, a, I mean, from a movie selection, if it was like the Criterion collection, like, you know, those kind of classic, mm-hmm. highly regarded, high, highest reviewed movies that, Criterion kind of releases on used to release on DVD format 
if it was that kind of like a high prestige collection of movies, like just well-known movie, movie collection or a studio, uh, just like a, a 24 is a perfect example. A 24 is a kind of a smaller independent studio, but they put out tons of great movies that are sometimes award uh, caliber films. It's right up Apple's alley where if they were to buy a studio and get all of their past movies, plus all new releases, that's that's the kind of thing that could really push Apple TV Plus forward. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think they did that. That would be that would be them pushing someone like Netflix out of the way. And, I could see that. You know, but I think they have to kind of work up to that. So, so I think for me, it's it's um, I love I love that they're hitting their stride right now. That every mm-hmm. say two weeks or something new coming out, and therefore, and and I just don't have the bandwidth for more than let's say three shows that I can watch you know, uh, yeah. progressively right now. So, uh, I think they've got enough uh, stuff to, to carry me on. Um, yeah. so I think that's good. Um, and, well, and I did have, uh, HBO max as my number two. So, you know, I do right. agree with you. Their content's good. Um, you know, their stream, the stream of the quality of the content, I don't think is quite as good. Uh, I don't no. like their app quite as much. Uh, there's a, there's still a funky piece that happens every time I go into this app where I can't tell where the cursor is or what's highlighted. And I have to kind of go a couple of steps one way. Or the other. No, that's true. But, Look at that. There's um, no real, uh, the very, very slight yeah, indication of where you're rolling over. A yeah. bit of a bit of annoying, especially on an Apple TV box and the remote there, but, uh, but no, the quality is, is good. And certainly, you know, with, when you've got a, when you've got a hit show, Right. And I think that's one of the things we'll talk about, Alan, that both of us, I'm pretty sure, have a similar some of some, some of our bottom ones are the same. And I think it's yep. because the hit shows are lacking. Right. That there's not this like, oh, my gosh, I have to have it simply for that show. And I think that's the big draw when you get a when you get a service because of a show. And then all of a sudden you stay in because you think, well, that show is going to come with another season soon. And it kind of drips in and then they try to buy you into the other things. HBO, obviously, Game of Thrones is a huge one. Uh, it's got some class, I mean, some wonderfully classic uh, uh, shows, you know, that are some of the best of all time that are in their catalog. So going back and watching some of those, you know that you're going to get good content. But um, yeah. so I would say they're they're definitely uh, up there as my number two right now. All right. Well, and, and Apple TV Plus is my number two. So we're right on the same uh, page. Just a little flip flop okay. with the two. If you told me I could only keep two of these streaming services, these would be the two. Yep. Apple TV Plus is my select high caliber content that I kind of know it's going to be well curated. It's going to be good stuff if it comes out. Really well produced things. HBO Max is my, this is the variety I need of things available to me that I also feel like are good caliber material yep. from a lot of different sources. So that's my two pri- criteria there for those two. Um, and well, Alan, what is what is HBO Max running right now? Gosh, like HBO 15, Max is a little more 15? expensive. It's like fifteen, and which okay. is always the way it used to cost when it was on um, cable TV as well. When people yeah. would get it as another channel, it's about fifteen dollars a month to get it, and um, it's a little little high. I mean, I think I'd feel even better about it if it was more in the nine dollar range, nine to ten. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I, it maybe is a little overpriced, but um, I think the original stuff they put out has been compelling enough to make it worthwhile for that. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. now I was going to move on since we talked about our top two. Uh, my number three is Disney plus now Ooh. for okay. a couple reasons. 
Uh, Disney mm-hmm. Plus, I think I mentioned my, uh, you know, last time we talked as well. It was still one of my favorites. Uh, here's the difference with Disney Plus, the reason why I think you need or don't need Disney Plus. Disney Plus doesn't try to be everything to everybody. It is everything to a certain type of viewer that has certain interests and likes. Um, and right there in front of you, you see five buttons on the middle interface. Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and National Geographic. That's what you get. That is Disney Plus. There's not really anything that doesn't fall outside of those five categories. If you are a Disney fan or a Pixar fan, animated, live action, anything Disney or Pixar, it's here. If you are a fan of the two biggest fandom universes out there in, in motion pictures or TV, Marvel and Star Wars, it's all here. National Geographic's a little bit that weird outlier. It's like it doesn't really fit with the other four as much, but it has got some really great, great content on the National Geographic Hub. But that's what you get. They're not piping in a whole bunch of other random TV shows and a lot of other different movies. It's pretty much everything is in these five camps that they own. Of course, they own all this content. So this is all truly their 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 content they own and can distribute. Um, I am a, you know, I'm a Marvel uh, universe guy. I lo- love the stuff. So I do watch it for a lot of the shows there. I'm a Star Wars guy. So, of course, I love it for all that content as well. Um, I, I do not watch it as much for the Disney and Pixar. Uh, but it's nice knowing that it's there. If there's something I did want to go back and catch up on. So overall, I like it because it's niche and it is very good in that niche. Um, but it's not my top two because, again, if it wasn't for those niches that it, it satisfies for me, I would have very little reason to go here. Yeah. Um, as it is so it right now, like, there's... It sounds like for you, it's a, it's a, it's a good inclusion into your yeah. uh, your library of, of services, but it would never be your only one, I'm guessing. Well, and if you look, if you as a viewer look at what I'm describing, you see these five boxes and you're like, none of those really speak to me. Okay, Disney Plus is not your service. You do not need it. You're not missing anything. Um, But, you know, if you are like me and my boys are and we are kind of into the whole Marvel thing, you know, we, we get excited because every week there's a new Marvel TV episode coming out that we have to watch. Star Wars has been putting out their own shows and weekly episodes on those as well. So it does make it compelling to keep engage, stay with it because it's not just movie drops. They've got shows, original shows they're putting out in these universes as well. Um, I'll say overall picture quality, image quality, I think is good. It's definitely mm-hmm. better than some of the other services that we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, interface is fairly simple and good. Um, actually I'll take, you know, the one thing I should mention that doesn't fall in these five camps. I mean, even though they're technically owned by Disney, but just does not fit in any of these five hubs is the Simpsons. Uh, for whatever reason, uh, Disney owns the Simpsons now, but for whatever reason, the Simpsons are on Disney plus every episode you could imagine of that long running series. So if you are a fan of the Simpsons, this is the, where you could fit, but, and it doesn't really fit in any of these five categories underneath it, but, I guess you can call that a sixth hub that they have. So yeah, yeah. So overall, I I like Disney Plus because it it has me coming back every week for very specific reasons. But I'd never go to Disney Plus just to say I want to watch something new. I want to check out what's out there. It's very much appointment viewing. I, I know there's a new episode <laughs> out. I know there's a new movie being released. 
I'm going to see that. And then I'm pretty much done until the next one rolls around. So, okay. Wow. Okay. I'm assuming Brian, that this is going to be pretty, I'm going to guess a little lower on your list, right? Well, this is the point in time where we, we create some, some mama here, Alan, you okay. know, I mean, we've got to have some, we've got to have some, oh, you want to wait here, and see right? where we are brothers. It is on your list. No, 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 okay. no, no. I'm no. saying, I'm saying this is where, this is where I'm going to turn a lot of people off. Um, because mm. this is the lowest on my list. Disney Plus is the bottom of my list. It's absolutely the last bottom of the my list. list. Wow. Yeah. And and I'll tell you why. And again, this is where people are going to uh, probably. Uh, well, I'm going to turn off a lot say, of people. Brian. I'm going to turn off a lot of people. I know what you're going <laughs> to say. And boy, are you sure you want to go down this path? I, this is a <laughs> this is a dark. This is a dark I'm road to sure. go down, Brian. Can we take Can we take a pause so I can think about things for a minute? Um, yeah. Okay. So I'm not a Marvel person. I'm not a Star Wars person. I'm, I, I do like Pixar. Pixar is great, uh, but I don't. I don't just go and see what Pixar has. Pixar is fantastic for something that I happen to watch. Great. Mm-hmm. Disney. I'm not a Disney fan. Um, uh, honestly, out of all of that. When I go to Disney mm-hmm. Plus, uh, and I do have it, but it, I don't pay for it. I, I've got a family that, mm-hmm. that allowed me to, to jump in on it. Um, not you, by the way, which was kind of weird. Um, yeah, I know. But if well, I, I go, I knew I go, you were just going to rip on this the whole time you were using it. So. If I go to Disney Plus, which is rare, um, it is to see a National Geographic one because I love yeah. the 4K kind of you know, photography, things that they'll go and do is just absolutely amazing um, to be able to see that stuff on a big screen. Um, sure. But man, I uh, I have to say, I'm unless someone tells me like, okay, so I watched The Mandalorian. That's where that's where I went to Disney Plus originally. And I was like, you know, I'm going to watch that. My wife wouldn't watch it. She has no interest in it. I liked it. I thought it was great. Uh, but I'm not one of these that had to watch it because of the Star Wars. I've seen the three Star Wars mi- film the, the 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 original ones and the others maybe i've seen i don't even know if i've seen them all the way through but mm-hmm. it's not my thing right I, I love the original i love them right marvel i could care less right i just i've never gotten into it i've never gotten into the superhero sorts of things uh i could really care mm-hmm. less so it is absolutely on the bottom of my list now you said about quality yeah the quality of streams great um if you're into, and I do think it's really those two, it's Marvel, Star Wars that get such a draw for people. And if you're into that, I mean, this is this is where you have to be, right? I mean, you have to be at this place because it's the only place you're going to get it, right? So I think the board of, of directors of Disney, <laughs> when they were plotting out and designing Disney Plus, they they had your picture up on a board and said, "Okay, this is not the person we're building this service for." <laughs> Yep, they're like, we'll slide him over here because we really right. don't care about him. It's like we yeah. were like, okay, what does Brian like? Okay, well, we're going to make sure we don't do any of that. Right. right. <laughs> we're doing everything else. Yeah. We want they, the they anti-Brian Jackson customer. They did a good job. Um, no, you're right, but I mean, I think you, but the, but you putting it at the bottom of your list explains exactly my my situation yep. with it. It is a niche based service for a specific type of audience, and it's not yep. meant for everybody. Yeah. Um, you know, like I look at like my parents, our parents, you know, um, yeah, would I recommend they yeah. are, yeah, I guess, <laughs> would I recommend they get Disney plus? Well, I mean, no, not really, because I don't think, you know, any of the four categories, maybe national geographic, Yeah. but you know, if somebody asked me, 
should I get this service? My question is, well, do you like any of these five things enough to pay seven or $8 a month for it? And right. um, that's it. But if you like any of these, this is a great service and it looks good. It's a good interface. It's, it's easy to use. I like it quite a bit. Now, Brian, I have a mystery just really quick before we go on to our other services. Um, so I have, I have a family uh, plan with Disney plus so I can okay. share, you know, with uh, another other family members. I think you can get up to five or six family members you can share it with. Yeah, so I do have a, a that invite yet, but yeah, go ahead. Well, yeah, but I do have an extra family member that is watching, but I verified with them that this is not them. I come into Disney plus and you can see right here under the continue watching and it shows mm-hmm. the status bar, how far I am. I'm not watching any of these. And hmm. my other family member that I have inquired with has also said they do not watch any of these shows either, but somehow these episodes are coming up as continue watching. And now the weird thing is there are some shows I do watch. And when I come back here, it will show the newest episode of that already with a progress bar, like halfway through. Hmm. And I haven't started watching it yet. So it's really weird. It's almost like there's a phantom person watching my account. Now, if this is one of my children and you've been lying to me or you've been trying to be kind of coy about it, Mm -hmm. I want you to come clean and let me know. It's okay. It is Mm -hmm. okay if you are logging in under my account and watching some shows ahead of me. They have not copped up to that yet. So I'm just giving them a chance to, to claim that. But they have stated that they do not do that. And again, some of these shows I don't know who is watching them or what. So anyway. Well, let, let me just let me just get this out of the way. It's not me. Okay. Because I, I would tell you. To, well, I'll yeah. tell you, if it was me, I would be putting the most embarrassing uh, <laughs> options up there so yeah, that you would That's see that you, you've been carrying on. But no, but look, those don't look, seem to listen, be the most embarrassing. Let's be serious. Disney Plus is not going to have terribly too much embarrassing on there. Okay, that's uh, that. Oh, I'm just saying, like High High School Musical, right there would have been the last thing to to be watched, and I would have had that on the front of your. Uh, That would have been funny, actually. Forever. That would have been funny. Now, the one you got to watch out for, the one you can really have fun with, is uh, I think probably Amazon Prime or maybe some others. You can really, yeah. There's some. If you wanted to mess with somebody's account and make them really embarrassed the next time they pulled it up in front of their family, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that would be the one to do it. Also, all right. So, Alan, uh, but on that note, though, so uh, one of the one of the questions would be: Do you have family members that will put on shows and fall asleep? Because I'm guessing it has an auto kind of, it's going to keep running to the next one. Randomly it's possible, sort of but look at this, but look at this. I mean, it's like these shows are not all the way completed. Hmm. You know, there's 12 minutes left here, 18 minutes left on this one, three minutes left, 20 minutes left. So if somebody were falling asleep, wouldn't it have completed every episode before it well, went to Unless they show? woke up at that point and kind of exited out. But um, yeah, I don't know. Don't Someone's know. lying to you. I'm just going to go. I think say somebody's I, lying I don't to think, me. yeah. But, yeah, I think somebody's you, messing you all, with you my all don't have individual logins. We well, we do. We have one, but again, I think one of my boys is using mine and didn't oh. set them up their own profile. That's my guess. Okay, yeah. I want somebody to prove me wrong on this again. Please come clean because you are messing up my algorithm. You're messing up what <laughs> Disney Plus thinks I want to watch all the time. So, and if you don't come clean, please click on High School Musical every night <laughs> from now on for Alan. Okay, thank you. Yeah, Thank you very much. please do that. That'd be great. Okay. All right. All right, Brian. So that's uh that's my number three. What is yep, your number that's three? That's my number 
Disney's my number eight, eight as I mentioned. Number my number eight. three okay. is uh, is actually a surprise to me because if you would have asked me two months ago, I would not have said this. It would have been at the bottom of my list. But uh, Hulu, okay. Hulu is actually my number three, and and I'll and I will apologize to the Hulu people now because I think last time we talked about this, I had no interest in Hulu. I had zero interest even going to Hulu, trying Hulu out because initially I had tried Hulu and I despise their interface. Remember, Alan, interface is huge for me. And Hulu, mm-hmm. I thought, had one of the worst interfaces oh, was, when they first came bad. out. Yes, And I, I tried it, did a free trial, left it, and said I'm never going back to, to that because of the interface. Well, little did, I know, little did I know that they actually started putting out some really good stuff. And when someone allowed me to jump in on Hulu and try their account out, uh, I've actually gotten pretty impressed with it. I'm, I'm pretty surprised. Uh, and I'll, if you hold it right there, Alan, that show, The Bear, is what brought me in. I watched mm. The Bear, and that's what, because I'm big into cooking and kind of the, the chef world. And uh, so when a family member let me use Hulu and I watched that, I got hooked and then realized they actually have a lot of other good stuff on there. So I, I say if I'm going to jump in and try to find something new that I wasn't aware of, this is... This is my number three behind Apple yeah. and, who, uh, and HBO Max. So okay. how about you? It is, it's my number four. So we're really, oh. other than okay. Disney Plus, we're just about in lockstep with each other on these. Yeah, yeah Hulu's come a long way. Hulu has really made some strides. Um, the show that got me into Hulu, kind of watching it, was The Only Murders in the Building. Steve mm-hmm. Martin and uh, Martin Short. It's on the second season. First season I loved so much that I was ready for signing on and making sure I saw the second season as well. Um, but I think Hulu's got kind of an interesting model in that they are not only putting out, you know, the original series like the bear you mentioned, some others, they're also putting it, bringing in some, uh, content, you know, classic movies and other, Mm -hmm. other classic TV shows. But also the fact that because Hulu is partly owned by NBC and Fox or FX, they're actually bringing in fairly new episodes of TV shows after their broadcast pretty quickly afterwards. Like for example, Saturday night live is an ABC show, but if you wait, I think a day or two after it is on live TV, they'll put the episodes up on Hulu. So you don't get live TV, but you get pretty darn close for a lot of stuff. If you're not really needing to see something, the minute it is premiered on on network TV. Same thing with FX and some other networks is that this is good. This is their home of online streaming content once they've premiered on network TV. So it's kind of nice that for a seven or eight dollar a month subscription, I think, to Hulu, if you get it with ads, you can pay more if you don't want ads on your programs. I just have the basic seven or eight dollar level. Uh, it's a pretty good assortment of stuff. And again, there's at least two shows I watch on any given time on Hulu. And that to me makes it worth eight dollars a month. I'm fine yeah. with paying that amount for that. So yeah. No, good. I think I think yeah, as you can see here, the quality of what they put out, their originals, I think, are are yeah. really pretty solid. Yeah. Now another reason I'm on I'm with Hulu, and I mean it was it's a couple shows, but also because I do have the bundle that I do mm. between Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. So the idea is that you pay, I think, sixteen dollars a month and you get all three together. Because I do watch enough ESPN content that I want to check out and see their multiple channels you have access to through Hulu. If you have that bundle, as you can see, I've got ESPN plus content piping into my Hulu subscription because I do have that bundle available. 
Yeah. Um, so it's kind of nice in that, you know, I feel like I did the math and it, it worked out the, about the same as if I had bought Hulu and Disney Plus together to just go ahead and do the bundle and also get the ESPN extra content on there as well. So, um, yeah, yeah Hulu's, Hulu's coming around and, uh, you know, they keep rolling out some new shows. I just today heard somebody raving about this new show, The Patient, that just started hmm. up. So, I heard that. again, new things um, uh, starting up with a combination of some almost live content from network TV. Um, kind of makes for a nice combination. So yeah, Hulu's yep. the one I'm, I'm with you. I'm the most surprised that I'm still watching and, and kind of enjoying right now. So yeah. Yep. Cool. Well, Handmaid's right. Tale of course was the one that, you know, got a lot of people into it. It was its, yep. its star show for a long time. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think, I think the fact that they changed their interface, I'm very happy about. And, uh, <laughs> and the fact that I was away from them for so long, um, means that I have a lot of things to, to dabble in. So yeah, yeah it, it makes good. sense. So that's my, that's my number three. That's your number four. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take a wild guess that my number four might be your next one as well. I don't know. Netflix. Yeah. 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 Okay. So <laughs> Netflix. Let me, let me choose with my family members here. <laughs> I still haven't figured out who material role is, but I think that might be. I don't know who that is, to be quite honest. Somebody, somebody's got an account on my Netflix. Well, you only have one more, one more family member. Is it? Is that not? Yeah. Is that not who they are? It would have been um, Alex, but I don't know. If, uh, I I him the other day, and he he claims he does not know who that is yeah. either. And it, I have and a lot of mysteries not going on, on with Disney my, Plus either. Yeah, I got you. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of mysteries going on with my family streaming service yeah. account. So yeah. anyway, All right. So Netflix. Right. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk about Netflix, Alan. Where 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 are you? mentally with Netflix, right? All right. So here's the thing with Netflix. Netflix is kind of the granddaddy of all this. It's the one that really, I think kind of get everybody started off on the whole using, uh, seeing a streaming service become your primary source of entertainment. I can remember when Netflix really started to kind of pick up steam and people really started watching it. There's a lot of people who would just go to Netflix and canceled mm-hmm. cable TV or other things. Cause like, well, there's just there's so, so much, much to watch here Yep, and they're putting out some new shows and it's got plenty to watch. Well, they're still doing that. I mean, there's still a lot of content on Netflix. There's a lot of original shows they put out. I will say, I think that the problem with Netflix is kind of that it's, it's trying to be everything to everybody. And in doing so, it's almost a master of none. It is um, so much content, so much both library content and original content going up rapid pace. It's doing the release schedule of everything at one time. So you kind of get a little bubble of, buzz about a show when it comes out and then you don't really hear about it again much after that. Um, and so it, it, it's, it's a tough one for me because it's the one that I am less likely to go into and just look for something because Hey, half the time I can't find it. It's just so much stuff. It's like, yep. I scroll, I feel like on this homepage forever, even just trying to figure out stuff that I've just recently watched. Um, you know, I go down, I'm scrolling down, I'm halfway down the page and Oh, there's new releases. You know, I want to see. Yep. There's uh, all these different categories. I'm just like going on forever. Here's my watch it again stuff. I've watched before I can watch again. Um, It just, it's almost just gives me a headache when I get in here because it's just, it's too much. I almost get paralysis where I'm just like, okay, I don't, I don't want to get into this. Netflix for me right now has to be where somebody, there's a show I specifically want to seek out and watch. Um, And I, and I watch it. 
And it is one I could choose to binge if I want to or stagger myself out on a regular basis. I have not been a big fan of a lot of their original movies mm. lately. I have tried yeah. to watch and review some of them. I'm just not, hasn't been really anything impressive. The shows I did watch that I felt like they really kind of made their mark with, I mean, Stranger Things, you know, I'm generally a fan of. And Ozark, uh, I was Ozark, a big fan amazing. of that show. Yep. And right now I am a fan of the show, The Sandman. That is pretty much it on Netflix for me right now. Anything else is just, uh, if there's a, old show that, you know, is worth catching up with or somebody points me in a direction of something to watch. But I, I just feel like there's too much going on. And there's not enough focus where Disney plus and even HBO max to a degree have a little more focus. There's a little more driving content to you that is going to be good and a good fit for your, uh, yeah, a good fit for your taste where yeah. I just feel like Netflix is just, we're just going to vomit out everything we've got onto a screen and just hope you find something you want to watch. Yep. Yep. No, I'm, Your I'm, thoughts? I'm with you. Well, I'm with you. I, I don't know if I like the, uh, the, um, the comment you made of what uh, master of none, right. Was something, you know, to be everything to everyone, but not really master anything mm-hmm. because I think that they have done some things incredibly well, but I think you're exactly right. There's too much stuff there. And people get lost in that. So Ozark, for example, Ozark, I think, is one of the best shows that has uh, been around in the last, you know, uh, I don't know, five, 10 years. Right. I, I've just I think it is a fantastic show. But the problem is, as you you notice, is like, well, there's so many other things that people will get lost in these other other series. Or I can't tell you how many times I've started something in Netflix and then not gone back to it simply because I started something else or couldn't find where I was right initially. So um, I think there's some, there's some real challenges there, right? Brian, can you still hear me? I can hear you. You're frozen for me. Yeah. I was going to say my, uh, it is frozen up for me. So I'm kind of voice only right now for a little while. It looks like, yeah. uh, if there's yeah, any way my, we can get uh, rid of your voice as well, that would actually be <laughs> fine. Uh, <laughs> we can make that happen. Um, so yeah, the problem is we may have to know. go. We may have to go old school on this, Brian, and just uh, like the mm. old audio podcast only days, and uh, just hear my voice on this. Unfortunately, can you my Chrome, your camera and turn it back on. Disable it. Uh, no, no, actually, I can't do you anything can't. on my Chrome browser at the moment uh, where I'm recording this. Man. Everything decided to freak out on me at one time. And uh, <laughs> luckily, it's still recording my voice and you can still hear me. Um, but I cannot turn off my screen sharing and I cannot uh, do anything else at the moment, wow. which is fitting and ironic for a tech based <laughs> podcast. So, I love uh, it. I love it. So let me, mm. I, since you can still hear me, I'm just going to keep talking, even with yeah, my frozen face. I hope sure. my frozen face is at least on a decent looking frozen image of me and not something I mean, terribly embarrassing. Seriously, what do we have to compare it to? But yeah, you, you're you're kind of in middle, in middle chew. It's almost like you're you're trying to to nibble off the end of a carrot or something. I mean, it's uh, it's a little bit. Yeah, it's mm. it's fine. It's fine. We're all okay with it. Um, but let me just carry on for a minute and then you, you feel free. Let's see if it, it unfreezes. Um, yeah, hopefully it will. But I will, I will just let me, I was going to say one thing about Netflix to kind of chime in on that. Um, uh, you know, I, I hate saying that there's not enough there in Netflix from as far as for why I bumped it down to like number five on my list. There's still good stuff. And you know, just, yep. I mean, 
I know Ozark's finished, but if Ozark was doing another season, I mean, I would keep my Netflix subscription no matter what for that. Um, there are several shows that I think are, are engaging enough, but I just don't find myself going to Netflix by default. And I guess that's my biggest takeaway is that it has to be for me. Somebody tells me there's a show I should check out. Somebody tells me there's a documentary I need to watch. It's only on Netflix. Fine. I will go there and watch it, but I can't, I just cannot go into this app and just start to browse because yeah. it's just, again, oh, it's, it's mind numbing. Yeah. It's it maddening. Uh, the, the number of times my wife and I have sat down said, well, let's watch something. We get to Netflix 20 minutes later. We're like, I don't care. Just pick something, right? Like yeah. literally you were trying so hard to find, but you're always seeing something else, something else, something else. So Alan, you know, t- tell me this, if Netflix came out with a toggle switch, at the very top that said, mm-hmm. we're going to allow you to do Netflix light, which is we're only going to show you, you know, things that are related to your uh, viewing and only new things from Netflix. Like there's literally going to be maybe 20 shows that show up, period. And, you know, the things you've been, you've been watching or the new things that we have out, you know, I think I would be all over and I'd probably still pay for what it is, because I think they do put out good stuff. I think there's enough stuff to keep me going. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's enough stuff to keep me going. But I, but I really think that the the issue is, I mean, they're they're playing a they're playing a, a tricky game here because Netflix also knows that they are one of. I think they're one of two services. Uh oh. Oh hey, am I back? Hey, <laughs> you're back. Oh crap. You're well, right. I'm sorry. Well, sorry about that, everybody. Lasted. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Um, but Netflix is playing a game, Alan, that I think that they believe that they're one of two services that for the people that only have one service, mm-hmm. people are choosing Netflix. Or okay. I would dare say people are choosing Amazon Prime because they get it for free with their Prime yeah. membership. Sure. And they, they include so much stuff, right? Both of those, if you have one, you will always find something you can watch, right? So I think there's, mm-hmm. they're saying, well, we've got those people that are going to only pay $10, $12 a month and they have to go with us because they can't just go with Apple. They can't just go yeah. with Hulu. They've got to come with us because we've got the biggest library. Um, but I think on the flip side, they also have the other people, which is probably 80% of us, who have multiple things. And when we have multiple things, I don't know about you, Alan, but I'm always looking to say, well, I've got to give Apple TV love and find a show there. I've got to have something. If I've got Paramount, I'm going to have one show I'm going to watch from them. So all of a sudden, now there's maybe one show on Netflix and one out of all of those starts to become a bad model, right? That all the Netflix people I don't think can share. I mean, other than Stranger Things and other than Ozarks, I just I just don't think you're getting a ton of the water cooler talk around the Netflix yeah, shows right you're now. You're not. And again, I tell you, it's, it really has to do with that release schedule. I, yep. I, I still think... Yep. Um, if Stranger Things had been rolled out over two and a half months, 10 episodes or whatever it was, you would have so much more buzz built up. But instead, everybody binges it in a weekend. You go to ask somebody, hey, have you seen Stranger Things? Oh, yeah, I finished it last weekend. Okay, well, yep. we can't talk about it until I'm right. finished with it. And right. so it just defeats that whole that whole discussion point. Yep. Um, Brian, I am concerned. I am um, concerned as well if I'm looking at your screen. Is that what you're talking about? Well, yeah, because uh, I have never seen Boss Baby back in business, but yet it is showing that I am 18 out of 24 minutes into this episode. Hmm. 
again, there there are phantoms at play on my my accounts at the moment. I do not understand. These I'm, two, yes. These two, Stranger yeah. Things, Sandman, I have been watching. Boss Baby, no. Have mm. not. Well, I am wondering about the wording at the top. I'm not I'm not sure where the I've been reading up on the I came by taggers. What tell me that's at the very top. Oh, okay. Okay. So that's yeah, it- it's a subtitle. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, it's subtitles because I because I turned off the sound because the sound. I got you. I that got is you. Netflix. Okay. Unfortunately, when you go to Netflix, they're the ones that decides they are going to still play sound of the trailers yep. on the top of the yep. screen where everybody yep. else has figured out. We're going to quiet those until you actually physically scroll up and say you want to hear the sound yep. from those trailers. So yeah. Yep. So I think I, I think they're I think they're playing a weird game and and I don't know about. I haven't looked at the exact numbers now, but I think Netflix just had their first quarter where they lost people, right? They did. So I think that this could be a challenge. I, I, I believe that they're either going to have to do the slow release on a few big time things, which of course is going to old model because they have so many things that how do they decide which one is going to be the big thing, right? When mm-hmm. you have all these new things coming out. I mean, right there, like Netflix, all of those things there's a lot of stuff that's coming out that just through Netflix. And quite honestly, you, I'm not sure if anybody can get through all of those things. I mean, you'd have to yeah. designate a ton of your life to do that. So therefore I think people limit to getting frustrated with, with Netflix, or at least I do. Agreed. So I, I have been debating over the last couple of months of deleting it, getting rid of it and just waiting until something great comes out that I need to add it back just for that show. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's tough because it really does have a lot of good stuff. It's just it's got too much stuff. So well, and, I, uh, and it, it's a little bit, and there's good quality there, but I do feel like it's tilting more towards the quantity versus over quality than the other way around. Where Apple TV mm-hmm. is the opposite. I'm going to go all quality, or at least what they perceive to be high quality productions right, versus production. quantity. Yep. And yep. here, I mean, yeah, there's good stuff on Netflix. Don't get me wrong, there are shows I enjoy, but the ratio of what I'm going to watch versus what's available is much, much tilted in the other direction. So can I also say, Alan, one of the the things I don't think I run into this in any other service, maybe Amazon, where I will scroll to try to find something that looks interesting. I'll find something interesting. I'll get on it and then realize it's in another language and I am not willing to to watch it on subtitled. And then I'm frustrated and I go back where they they just don't make it as obvious. They've got so much content. There's a lot of content that is not in English that you have to watch subtitles. And if you're not into that, it just maddens you even further with the scrolling capabilities where you say, oh, I'm going to watch Dark. I've heard that's amazing. Oh, crap. I'm in it now. I realize it's this. And so I just think they're filters. They need more filters. I mean, if anything, this is a, this is the company that should put a ton of filter options available for people. I think they would actually increase their viewership if they put a series of filters at the top where you say, okay, you know what? When I scroll, I only want to see this kind of thing. I only want to see things that have happened in the last six months. I only want to see you know, things that are rated this. If you were able to truly narrow all that content down so you didn't have to scroll, maybe you make your own uh, rows to say, Alan's, Alan's row, you know, mm-hmm. uh, so-and-so's row, uh, yeah. late night row, uh, comedy, and you have only the ones you care about. And you knew that it would filter out tons of things, but you don't have to s- 
to slide yeah. through them, which I think is the maddening part. I'll also say really quickly, I think one of the other things Netflix does badly is that if you view Netflix on different platforms, like the Roku versus the Apple TV, the rows are not the same. So therefore, if you saw something when you were <laughs> flipping on one TV, you go to the other yeah. TV and try to find that same one. It's good not luck. the same place. Good yeah. luck. Yeah, they don't even have the same category. So anyway, no, you're right. I know that's a I've, lot I've noticed Netflix, that as well. But, um, yeah. So anyway, it's a bummer. I, I, think, I think there's ways they could fix it, like you said, with some of the interface changes and allowing you to customize kind of your view and have it be a little better about picking things for you based on your viewing habits. Cause right now I just feel like it just throws anything at you. Oh, Hey, Alan liked an action movie last month. So I'm going to throw a whole bunch of action movies out on him and just see if he likes any of these. And I'd rather it be a, you know what? Alan watched this movie and he watched this movie and he watched this movie. That tells me this specific type of movie is what I should feature for him on a recommendations tab. If he wants to see that on his homepage. And I think that's a, that go a lot stronger. So, so Netflix, I think overall, I mean, it's, I still have it. There's enough stuff to watch, but if you gave me the choice, I'm going to pick one of my other top four over this one. And this will be the one I would cut if a push came to shove. Yep. So, yeah. All All right. right. Um, So the other ones, I think we can maybe slide through pretty quickly here because they are at the bottom of our list. So they are um, pretty quick. Let's hit uh, my number. My number six is Amazon prime. Um, Hmm. It's also I, six for me. Yep. Yeah, I, I do. I mean, there is some good content here. There is some good things they're putting out. They do have a lot of new original shows. They've kind of rolled out several, even just in the last few months that have gotten some good reactions. Um, I don't know why I don't go to Amazon Prime more often. Um, although the, the content's good, it just never kind of hits me as top tier content right. that I really want right. to seek out. It seems like it's a little more the and I'm going to use this. I don't mean to be disparaging with this, but this is kind of the way it looks at it. It's the difference between going to a really good, like old style video store back in the day when you used to rent movies and you go to a real boutique store that really specializes in movies, or you go to the Walmart bin where it's just walls and walls of, of movies cheaper and you kind of get what you're paying for. That's a little bit of the mm-hmm. way I feel with Amazon prime is I just feel like a lot of the stuff on here seems to be uh, a little, <laughs> a little more bargain bin content. Yeah. Uh, now it's not to say everything again, there's some good stuff here. I mean, obviously they've got big movies that are available on prime, some new movies that get rolled over into that. And then there are a few original shows I have watched and enjoyed, but I just don't quite feel like they're there with the yeah. level of content and quality that the other services are yet. No, your, your I'll, I'll agree this? with you there. I'll agree with you there. I mean, I think there are some good shows. Um, nothing that I thought that I think, Oh my gosh, I can't live without that show. Um, and I also, I don't know if it's me, just me, but I don't believe the quality of the stream itself is, is, no. is as good. Right. I don't, well, get we the didn't mention of it. quality yeah. of the stream. Um, so, we didn't mention that with Netflix, but I think that's another downfall of Netflix. Yeah. Netflix, I've not found to be good quality streaming, like as far as how the image looks. Definitely on Amazon Prime. That's one I don't go to yeah, if I want to see the most stellar uh, image quality, for sure. And you can't really yeah. blame them, right? I mean, they they would keep most of their uh, subscribers even if they didn't put anything new out at all because yeah. of Prime, right? Amazon Prime, yeah. and you get this. 
people very, I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't find myself anywhere close to getting rid of my shipping prime membership. So therefore it's here. Um, and, uh, yeah, so there's things there's good. If I'm going to go look for an old movie, I tend to go Amazon because I think their, their catalog's pretty good of the things I like of older movies. Um, so I think that's good. Uh, but no, it's quality of it is not great, but, but it's also could be listed as my number two, if we're talking about likelihood of getting rid of it, <laughs> because I'm not likely to get rid of it anytime soon. No, that's true. Uh, there's so, no, there's very yeah. little chance of getting rid of it. I will yeah. say just to, you know, just to kind of make sure we're being fair to Amazon prime. I mean, they, they're big, they're a big show they're banking on right now. You're going to be hearing a lot of it is this Lord of the Rings mm. franchise they're building out. And again, I know it's not your cup of tea, Brian. Um, but this is one kind of like the Game of Thrones is for HBO. This is their big franchise that they're putting tons of money into. And it is starting this week as we're recording this. So whether or not this is the kind of show that starts to get people really flocking to the service and using it as a premier service or not, I don't know. But I can't remember them having quite this big budget production on Amazon Prime Originals as this one. So yeah. we'll see what, yeah. what it turns out to be like. Um and if it helps them at all with things. Yeah. Um, uh, as we kind of moved on the list, Brian, I think the last two we've got are my bottom two. They're your yeah. next to two. Disney Plus, we know, is your bottom one. But um, yep. Paramount Plus. Paramount. Um, yep. And this is one, uh, as I mentioned earlier on the show, I mean, this is one that owns CBS as a network. So you will find a lot of CBS content that gets piped into um Paramount Plus, for example, I'm looking right here on the front page, NCIS, Big Brother, Blue Bloods, all mm -hmm. CBS shows that are getting piped into Paramount Plus. But Paramount Plus also has originals, original shows yep. and original movies. That is uh, what's starting to kind of push it forward. They're really doing a lot of things with the Star Wars, our Star Trek franchise, adding shows in that universe. Um, they've had uh, the uh, Yellowstone 1883, Yellowstone and 1883. Some of that original I mean, those, content. Yeah. Yeah. And I will, um, I will go ahead and pipe in and say those two shows are why it is up on my number five instead of lower. It's just yeah. those two shows were really, really well done, in my opinion. Um, 1883, I think, was fantastic the way it was done. So, uh, so again, going back to my two qualities, right? It's the, it's the interface and it's the show. And if you have something that's really, really good quality show like this, it's worth it. Now, Paramount's something that I don't pay for. It comes as part of my cell phone service, um, which I'm happy about because there are a couple shows there that are pretty good. And some of the things are, there's some, there's some, there's some good content if you, if you dig into um, some of it. And uh, so I think that there's, there's some, there's some possibilities there, but it is limited um, it's definitely one that I would get rid of if I was paying for it right now and I needed to trim. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you mentioned Alan stars, uh, stars is something I have personally zero connection to, uh, at all. I don't have any real interest myself, uh, in it, but my wife loves outlander and outlander was kind of its big show. Um, and, uh, you know, I know it is for a number of people. So, uh, that one, I think kind of, brought several people into the uh, the stars world mm -hmm. stars is also one that they'll 
you know, they'll provide you very cheap for a few we a uh, few months and say, hey, you know, three dollars and you can get it, you know, three dollars for three months or something like that, or three dollars a month for three months. So uh, it's very inexpensive in that they give a lot of good deals. Um, but I just don't, I don't have any need for it myself. So. Yeah. Is there an original, well, you mentioned some of the originals, Outlander and some other ones. Outlander, yeah, yeah. As I look through the originals, again, these are, these are not ones that are huge water cooler type right. shows right now, which is part of right. the problem for stars is that they just don't have that one show yet that everybody is going to see and talking about right now. Um, yep. Yep. Yeah. Stars is my last one. I just, I've never watched anything on stars. I've never had it. And I've honestly not had any reason to get it. So, yeah. um, you know, as I look at these other eight, currently I I do have paid memberships to five of them, and I get Amazon Prime free with my Amazon Prime account. So that's six yeah. I have access to. Two of them are bundled together, so that I don't really feel like I'm paying for six individual unique ones. But um, it's a lot, and I mean, you add the I add the dollars together, I'm still right about the level I was when I was paying for cable. So sure. It yeah. is that kind of a double-edged sword on the whole. Yes, we wanted things to be piecemeal and choosing the different platforms we wanted to go to, but we just didn't anticipate. I don't think that there would be eight this possible much, ones that people could want content. Yeah. Uh, to watch content on. So um, right. it's a it's a little challenging there to, to think about how to budget your time. Here, here's the great thing about all these services. I keep reminding people, though, all of these services we've talked about, month-to-month yes. payments. Yes. Meaning if there is a show you want to watch and all of the episodes are already on that, that network, you can get one month of that show, that network, watch the show you want to watch and then cancel it. And there's no hassle. Yeah. There's no contracts, which is great. I so. completely agree. And I think that's what the model I want to move towards is to start going month to month and saying, oh, you know what? This month I'm going to choose these three. Next month, I'll do these three, right? But here's my question, Alec. Have you done this before? Have you done the drop and re-add? <laughs> What happens no, to your watch list? What happens to your watch list and your list? Did you, do you have to rebuild a list? Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. So you're, big, you're talking that's about my big concern, right? Okay, you're of, talking about the example go back in and re re you know develop a watch list. Or so you're talking about the idea that, and I've heard people do this. They call it the yeah. like just all of a sudden to say, okay, one day I'm just going to zero out and cancel all of my streaming services except one and for the next and month then, I'm well, watch that one. Well no, actually some people do this. They say, "Look, I'm going to cancel all of them and then I'm only going to add a service back if there is something specific I need to watch." Because sure. in other words, I just felt like I've built up all these subscriptions and I'm not really using them all yeah. as effectively. Yep. But you're right. The question is if I canceled my Netflix subscription and I waited 6 months and then I started it back with the same email address and account name Will it remember my list and my continue watching or any of that? Or will I be All starting the algorithms? Fresh? Yeah. Yep. So that's a the challenge. only one that could be a problem with. Well, I would say it would be a problem with Netflix because I've had that the longest, but Netflix, I don't think does a good job of doing anything with my algorithm that I feel like I'd be losing anything there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it wouldn't be the end of the world in many of those cases, but um, I do yeah, like the idea you know, of just like shutting a family, them down. When you start getting yeah. a family family built in, right? You know, your wife wife and I are, are watching things and we each have our own. And then we say, now we have to rebuild it again to kind of get it to give good recommendations. I think, yeah. you know, that's a challenge. Um, 
but I am, I'm very, very close because I just feel so overwhelmed. There are so much out there that I don't necessarily need it all. And I certainly don't have time for it all. Um, the other uh, two things I want to mention, cause I know we're running late here. I'm surprised, surprised, but, um, mm-hmm. two, two, I think key variables. One is sports, right? That is going to be a big challenge. We have to do this again, probably in a couple months because you've got the big boys starting to make plays on yeah. college sports and, mm-hmm. uh, Apple T Apple just got Apple. exclusive rights to soccer yeah. MLS. Yep. And I will tell everybody, given the amount of money Apple has, and even though, well, and actually in a positive way, MLS is not a big enough sport here in America that people are going to be pissed off and say, you must run it a certain way. I guarantee you in the next two years, if they keep MLS going, they are going to find creative ways of bringing technology into the sport world that we have not seen before. Uh, You can't do it with NFL. You can't go with NFL and say, you know what, we're going to develop all these new angles and do all this sort of stuff. You can do it with something like soccer. You could actually come and say, we are the only person that's going to do this. So therefore, you know, choose your announcer or choose your angle and all these sorts of things that I think Apple has the, the money and the, uh, the option to do because of a sport like that. So I think that you're going to find that that's going to change the dynamics a lot when you start getting a place like Hulu that gets, you know, uh, college sports or a particular college football conference and all that sort of thing. So just be aware that that's going to change the equation pretty quickly over the next couple of years. And I think it's interesting too. I mean, we've kind of blurred the line now, you know, we, we started off this episode saying that we weren't really going to talk about live TV services. We were going to talk about more movies and TV shows on demand streaming services, but obviously you take something like sports and here, this is Apple TV's page and major league baseball right there. Friday night baseball is live on Apple TV plus, which is weird when it was announced because it's then again, everything we've been used to so far is on demand. I want to watch yep. this episode. Yep. I want to watch this movie. Sports is obviously a, I want to tune in and watch a live broadcast. So when Apple TV rolled this out and rolled out is rolling out soccer, they've now blurred the line between a, streaming platform and a YouTube TV type platform that's yep. tied into your, your live streaming of, of live network TV. I guess the, the idea here is that yes, movies and TV shows don't have to be live. Okay. Yes. It was nice when people could all kind of watch something at the same time, but they can get pretty close to that by releasing an episode on a certain day of the week. Right. And everybody kind of watch it in that first 24, 48 hours and can talk about it. Sports, it has to be to the minute. It has to be live. That's the one thing that just does not play on a on-demand basis anymore. And um, so weaving sports in makes a lot of good sense. And you're going to bring in a lot of people that were not Apple TV uh, Plus subscribers just because they want the Major League Baseball, they want the Major League Soccer, whatever it may be. Um, It's interesting. It's very interesting. I think they're all realizing live sports is the – the ticket to get people to wean off of any other type of live streaming service they may streaming be using or, yeah. or cable service and go all in on the, their one platform. So, well, and it's also just, it's, it's what's going to bring them to their app, right? Yeah. I mean, the idea that I have no, int- I have no need to go to Netflix unless I hear about something that's coming up. So if you know you're going to be having people enter your app because they know the game's coming on 
and then they just happen to see your other ads that are coming across or your other streaming elements. I think there's a, I mean, it, it's, it's going to, it's going to change the dynamics quite significantly. And just, you know, everybody needs to be aware there's only a couple of companies that actually have the money to go after the big sports. <laughs> Apple is one of them. Apple has yeah. enough money that it can buy for some of these, but then you also have, you know, Disney has the money. Um, you know, Hulu probably has the money given that their partnership with, you know, was it CBS or something? Who, who NBC? No, it's I mean, NBC got a lot of and ABC. Yeah. 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 And also, you know, ESPN and everything that are kind of built into that whole world with D- Disney, they've got the capital to do it. But this is where Netflix is going to, I think Netflix is going to be in trouble unless they find a different model to do. Um, so that's one thing I think everybody needs to keep their eye on. The other thing I just want to quickly mention, Alan, is I would love to see, we talked about the one a week sort of thing. I am waiting for at some point, one of these companies to say, we have a massive blockbuster. Like, let's say that Top Gun or the Maverick show, you know, that movie did go to streaming and someone was able to buy it to where someone says it's only going to stream this weekend. Right. It's mm-hmm. a one weekend thing. It's going to stream. I need everybody to come and watch it that one weekend so you can talk about it. And then it's not going to come again for another six months. But like Blockbuster, where you start making Blockbuster to be a one-time deal, because I think the idea of getting people on board to say, I'm going to watch something this weekend and that's it, um, I think is pretty key. You know, Apple tried to do it, I think, with some of the, uh, uh, what was it, the... Um, the Ice Age stuff that they were doing, the remaking of the, you know, kind of uh, dinosaur Mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. They were putting those out at certain times, but I really feel like that's something that I'm, I'm excited for someone to try again, to get us back in the mode of everybody's watching this tonight, (laughs) you know, and everybody's going to talk about it tomorrow. We're actually going to plan our day around watching this movie as opposed to, you know, figure it out. See, I've always said, I thought it'd be fun if a Netflix really wanted to kind of be different and say, look, we are your, we are your alternative. We, we know how, how much fun it is for everybody to watch stuff together at the same time. Yep. Yep. If there was a Netflix TV channel on the Netflix app that was just streaming some of their Netflix content, but kind of on a schedule in a way, in yep. a nice variety mix, almost like a DJ kind of like serving up stuff. But you can say, hey, look, everybody can hop in and watch this movie at the same time on yep. this Netflix yep. TV channel. You can still watch it on demand. You're not limited to that. But this is more of a, hey, look, everybody jump in. We're going to watch this movie at 8 o'clock so everybody can get online and chat and talk or whatever they want to do and watch it in a, in a, at the same time. And uh, yeah. that that could be really fun. That could be really yep. interesting. I, well, and that's starting I to happen, right? The whole group yeah. watch thing is starting group to become watch, a thing through but, Apple as well as soon. I think Netflix has a group watch option now, yeah. or maybe it's Disney or something. But there's a few services where you can say, invite someone to watch with you. You can even hear them yeah. talking. But I think uh, but there's, there's something some about options. Brian, I still find myself going to my TV set sometimes and turning up YouTube TV and just flipping through the channels and say, Hey, I'm just, just have something on in the background. I'm really not, you know, I don't need anything to pay a lot of attention to. And there'll typically be some of these cable channels that are showing some uh, comedy movie or something else. That's just good to have on that. You don't have, doesn't matter if you're in the middle of the show or middle of the movie, you can still tune in and watch it. I think if some of these streaming services try to replicate that same kind of feel 
of a look. There's somebody programming a night of stuff for us, and it's yep. at eight o'clock. Yep. This show is going to start streaming, and you can all watch it together at this time. And it's not just limited to like a small group of people that you want to invite and to watch with you. This is a, the entire internet has the chance of all watching this show, this movie together at the same time and commenting and talking about it on Twitter or Facebook or whatever it may be. And just having fun with that. I, yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I think it's a little bit of a throwback feel and it may be something like a Netflix needs to do to stand out from these yep. other services that I feel like are lapping it right now. And well, that's, that's why, that's why I said it. Do a do you, you know, they can record. I mean, they have enough shows, right? They can pick one and say, this was a big one <clears throat> and it's only going to happen at yeah. 8 p.m. Eastern and 5 p.m. You know, Pacific mm-hmm. on Saturday. Yeah. And if you don't see it now, you probably won't get to see it for another year because we're not going to put it out or six months or whatever. But now's sure. the time to see it. And everybody's like, cool, mm-hmm. I'm preparing for it. Let's go and let's all watch and then we can talk about it. Now, of course, the problem is people can go and record it and, you know, illegally record it, blast it out other places, whatever. But mm. I just think that, the, yeah, the uh, group use is a, is something that's that's going to be needed because if not, people are just so spread out with these things that it's going to be hard to hard to keep a, uh, a large chunk of the audience. So I agree. I yeah. agree. All right. The la- one last little, just because I know we're always very sensitive trying to make people understand about cost of things and being very cost conscious with any of their technology. Just the last little plug I'll put in. We've mentioned it kind of here and there as we talk about these services. Please, everybody, remember these streaming services, almost all of them allow you to have multiple people as profiles um, to use your service. They do not have to live in the same house. That's the biggest thing I found so many people getting confused by. They think, oh, well, that's just for the five family members of my house. No, I mean, you can actually have a family member that lives in another house using one of your profiles on your account. And that's what they're meant for. It's called family. It's not necessarily just household. It is family members. And many of the streaming services will allow you to do that. So just keep that in mind and that, yeah. um, you know, they, they, they encourage that. That's why they have that feature there. If you've got, if you and your spouse live somewhere and you've got parents that live somewhere else, or maybe you got kids that live out of the house, you can share those, create those profiles, and they can log in with the, and choose their profile and watch their stuff. And it doesn't have to be all in the same physical house. So, just uh, yeah. Or you could have just really good friends that you decide you're going to make a family with, you know, uh, for this purpose, and that's fine too. They're not discouraging that. They uh, they do want well. It there to be- there are some. So let's let's not go crazy here, Alan. There are okay. some services that will say it needs to be a family member. It needs to even be in a household. There are some that so which ones are that. Do- they don't care. I, I can't remember, yeah. but I know I looked at some of them because I was thinking okay. of sharing. Um, but I wouldn't say that they don't care. I would say, you know, there's a lot of them that there is not a check that's going on, and many of them you're well, right, saying, hey, as long as they're a family member, because they, yeah, they they get it. They want eyes on what they have. They want eyes. Yeah. Now they are trying to crack down on sharing passwords, and that is different. Right. Meaning that you're giving somebody else your login and password and saying, yeah, go ahead and log in as me. That is something they're trying to crack down on because then that means you could propagate uh, propagate that that login password anywhere. And that really waters down the service. The difference between family member profiles and sharing a login and password with somebody is you actually go in and create a profile for a family member. And in many cases, they get invited to then join that family and they even have their own like login into it, but they're under your family plan. 
that's okay. But the giving somebody else your login and password and logging in as them to use it is what the services obviously are frowning on and trying to limit. So, yeah. 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 And that doesn't, we're not, that's not services like YouTube TV, because if you're going to do that, do not share it with people that are not in your local area because yeah, it will catch you and say, this is a problem or you must be traveling. Um, so just realize things yeah. that are live, you know, you probably want to make sure if you are uh, having multiple accounts, they are accounts that are in the same time zone and the same area, the same viewing area. Because they have yeah, they need to be shows. in the same, basically, yeah. basically the same TV market. You know, yeah. if it's uh, yeah. the Charlotte, North Carolina market, you need to be in that area. Because sure enough, if I leave this area and I fire up YouTube TV, it says, hey, are, are you, you temporarily yeah. moving somewhere else or are you living there now? Because we need to yeah. place you geography geographically wherever you are and make sure you're limited to only content that is live available in that area. So yeah, yeah. Whole different situation, but yes, um, good point on that. So, okay, Brian, we have talked for an hour and a half about streaming TV services in this time. We could do this. We could do this this every month. And uh, this is, I think we could have watched three episodes of, only murders in the building, I believe, in the time mm-hmm. we recorded this show. Yeah, which is a shame because that's how many episodes I have left in the season to watch, and I could have finished yeah. it by now. But well, you probably could have watched more of your High School Musical that I know that you've been watching. So, uh, you know, why do I have a bad feeling? In a couple of days, I log into Disney Plus, and that is going to be <laughs> all of my recommendations. And it's going to show that I'm halfway through every episode of that show. Okay. Well, the first of all, and the flaw in that is that I promise you, I don't have your account. And two, mm-hmm. I promise you, your kids are not watching this show. Oh, you'd be surprised. Us. I, uh, we, uh, one of my, one of my, one of my sons did listen to one of our episodes Whoa, recently. Really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And he made all a right. comment about it. He, uh, listened to it. So there yeah. there's no telling they could be listening to this. And, uh, yeah. again, I'm, I'm waiting so to see what said, happens next. If we said account. something like Alan will, Alan will gift you a certain amount of money if you remember the code that we're getting ready to say that they only know if they actually listen to this, right? No, let, you know, let's the sweeten the pot a little bit. Be, what is it? If if you subscribe to Brothers in Tech, I'm saying this to my three my three sons, mm. uh, I and like I this. and you, and you can prove this to me. Um, your your percentage of inheritance in the will might go up a couple percentage, maybe a few mm. percentage points. Now, yeah. keep in mind, I have maybe at one percent right now. <laughs> I was going to say, right now, I have nothing to leave to any of you, so that means nothing. If anything, it may actually mean that you you are responsible for more my, <laughs> more debt, of my, more of my liabilities. I'm leaving to you, um, but I am going to say that I want to see if any of my kids made it a to the end of this episode, an hour and a half mm-hmm. later, or b subscribe to the show in general. And, uh, and make, and call me out on the, that promise and, uh, try to hold me to it. Yep. And, and I'm going to put in that they must subscribe and they must yeah. text me and, and, uh, Alan, the words high school musical. Okay. Right. That high, school musical, high school musical, high school musical is the, musical is the text yep. word you have to send to both, both of us, both of us. So we can to verify. verify that. Yes. You have listened yes. to this episode. And you are now entitled and to show us to maybe reward. a screenshot, a screenshot of your subscription. But yes, we, uh, yeah, that's, that's how we'll know. And we're not mentioning it from here on. So listen, you must have I'm listened just, to this. Brian, if they made it an hour and a half listening to us talk about streaming services, <laughs> I, that's fine. I probably will. Maybe we, maybe we should say if anyone 
We get to this point. <laughs> This episode. Yes. Send if us an email to info to the at themesh.tv. Yeah. Uh, That's what you uh, do. Send an email, info yep. at themesh.tv. Just put in the subject line, high school musical. <laughs> high school musical. Yes. And we know, oh, wow, they listened to the whole show and they, uh, they yep. dropped us a yep. note. Thank you. Yep. We will, uh, we will mention you on the show. We will, uh, you know, we will send people to your Twitter if you want or whatever it is you want us to promote. Uh, yeah. Just send a high school musical to info at the mesh.tv. You can also go to our website. Uh, this does not get you uh, your free, uh, uh, free plug, but you can go to our website at www.brothers-n-tech.com www.brothers-n-tech.com. So that's where you can see previous episodes. <laughs> and, and there is what we're putting in high school musical. Yeah. That Alan's is the words to show. use in the email. So, Sending yeah, to stuff. info at the mesh.tv. All right. Good deal. Let's see. Let's, let's throw Ooh. it out. All right. Well, Brian, I'm, uh, I'm ready to sign off. I'm ready to go. Uh, I was ready to sign catch off up on like, some things you know, 45 minutes ago, but whatever. Yeah, that's true too. <laughs> All, All right. right well, listen, fun. thanks everybody for watching or listening to brothers in tech talking about streaming services. Uh, I hope it was helpful. Well, it is something we're probably every, you know, I don't know, six, six, six months. months. I we'll, think six months is good. Yep. We'll check in on the streaming services, see how they're doing, because they're an important part of our entertainment basis in our personal lives. And I'd like to see how they're faring. So, uh, But thanks for listening to this episode, and we'll look forward to talking to everybody next time. Thanks so much. All right. Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.